This is Beaches to Mountains podcast, and I'm here with my friends Adrian and Stephanie, and we have a guest on the podcast today uh, whose name is Travis, and we're going to talk about our trip to Great Smoky Mountains National Park this past Labor Day. So what are you guys' thoughts about our trip? All right, let me tell you about this trip. It was amazing. That was it. That's it? Yeah, that was it. Oh, I really liked it. It was just... Uh, honestly, transformative, really good to get out there. I, you know, beaches to mountains or mountains to beaches. No, beaches to mountains. Beaches to mountains because exactly. we live with the beaches. Oh, that makes sense. Then we go yeah. to the mountains. Yeah. I did no research before coming on to this. Well, if we lived in the mountains and we had a podcast about going to the beach, that would be mountains to beach. <laughs> that would not be an interesting story. What would it be? Oh, I drove down, I laid down, I got up and I went back home. <laughs> I got some sand in my cheeks, and I felt a little salty. I mean, if you entertain enough telling this story, then it would be a good podcast. I, I think actually, it should just be ASMR, like, related. <laughs> ASMR like, beach trip. Taking Ooh. some sand and just, like, putting it from one cup to another in front of the microphone. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel All that? Right, so back to our <laughs> Labor Day trip. Yes. So we went up to Great Smoky Mountains National Park and uh, we were on the North Carolina side of the park. And we started at um, Paul's Gap. We took Hemphill Bowl Trail to a bunch of trails named after Forks. I looked it up. It's all Catalucci. Uh, Catalucci Creek, I think, is the name of the big like creek that has all those forks. We did about 20 miles over the course of three days, and we had a great time. Wasn't Catalucci the name of the ranch we went by on day one? Uh, yes. yes. Oh, man, I love that part. <clears throat> so, yeah, like the first part of the trip was uh, on Hemphill Bowl Trail, which basically goes uh, along the edge of the park. It was like uphill for half of the day. And we're going and going, and suddenly there are people riding horses on the other side of the fence, and they're like, hey guys, how's it going? And then as they kind of trail off, we could hear them like uh, saying to each other, like, oh, I could never do a hiking thing. So Meanwhile, we're all just like, could, could, could we borrow the horses? <laughs> I have never in my life felt more like a zoo animal than that moment right there. They were looking at us like with curiosity, like, yeah. what are these Is it, Isn't that cute? Yes. <laughs> what is that thing, a backpack? Yeah. So that was uh, one of the first highlights of our trip. Actually, what I liked the most, I think, at first day when we uh, started from the Poles Gap and as we were going like up the first couple hours the woods were just magical because like the light and the us going through the clouds and the mountains were smoky yeah the mountains were truly smoky it was honestly one of my favorite parts about the first day yeah. i want to say that, honestly uh, the first day was my favorite day yeah because we got to see more that day so hempel yeah. bald was kind of an awesome lunch stop yeah. yeah i think the juxtaposition of the left going up like to the right seeing those people on the bald oak cliff and the ranch and then to the left seeing like the butterflies and the mountains was really it kind of made me think a lot about the juxtaposition in our own lives you know like just the duality the duality of the life we live where it's like oh something that is uh, kind of artificial or created and the other part of it that's more natural was really what came across my mind. Like, Are you talking about like the saddle, or not the satellite, or was it the tower? What was it on the? Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the tower like, definitely. The cell tower. Mm -hmm. the that was that so cool. A, I actually love looking at that. There's a cleared ranch on the side of a fence versus literally on the other side of us is just woods. Right. Yeah. And like if we were to go back to our day jobs of sitting at a computer desk 
for eight, nine hours a day. I mean, like, that doesn't feel like natural. Which is natural, what I did. Which is what we all did. It yeah. felt awful. Yeah. And then I went back to the office after that. Oh, my God. Thank God. I haven't gone to an office in months. it was a week months. or something, Thank goodness right? for COVID. Luckily, I didn't go back the same, the same week. I went back the next week after that trip. So I got a nice full week in the office. Ooh. There was an audible eye roll there. <laughs> Pretty yep. much. I mean, we all are all in our eyes coll- collectively because working in IT, there's no reason to go to the office, really. No one should be in an office right now. It's no. also 2020, and we have the technology. And I work for technology. Anyways, let's continue. Going on. <laughs> let's yeah. continue our journey down <laughs> this magical adventure. Hempel Bald for lunch on our first day. Yeah, so Hempel Bald was awesome because... We reached it at the point where we were kind of getting tired and hungry because we like took a snack break earlier, but we were really, really hungry at that point. And we were like, where are we going to stop for lunch? There's no good spot. There's just like this very narrow trail. And suddenly there's a clearing like in the in the fence. There's like a, a gap where you can go through. And on the other side, there is this uh, table, some benches and a nice uh, little clearing and an amazing view. Honestly, I've never had a place like that to eat lunch at in my life. And to have it be in the middle of our trip, it was just phenomenal. Emphasis on the phenomenal. It really was. I've never had a lunch in a spot like that before. Yeah, it was really good. Like, uh, I highly recommend if anybody ever goes to Smokies and you want to check out Hempel Bowl. Uh, this was like one of their highlights. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely go back yeah. just for a day trip to go to that yeah. bald. Also, I want to no- point out that that was when I learned what the word bald meant outside of somebody <laughs> who had no hair. <laughs> well, I think it comes from the somebody who has no hair when there's like top oh, of the mountain that has no, no, trees. no trees. It's oh. called a bald. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Like it was uh, one of our people we went with. His name was Jared. He was like, yeah, we're just resting on this bald. And I had him repeat himself three times. <laughs> because I'm like, no, 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 that's not what you meant. What did you mean? Can you explain yourself? <laughs> no, this is a bald. Look it up. And thankfully, wow. we a bald. had a cell phone signal so I could prove him right. <laughs> there was also a sign like on the table that said bald. Listen, yeah. I don't know how to read. Thank you very much. How did you look it up on your phone? I YouTube everything in life. How do you YouTube if you can't read? Do you mean you see uh, Voice to text. Oh, okay. How do you know it's the right text? I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just click pictures. <laughs> Sweet summer child. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, there was a cell phone tower right next to the clearing. And it was, I think, the first time when I was like several miles into a trail and actually had cell phone signal enough to like I think I like I posted videos on our Instagram on the uh, Beach of the Mountains Instagram. I like texted some people, sent uh, some pictures to my grandma and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I ate up so much data that day. Oh my god. I I FaceTimed my entire family and it was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I saw my phone bill after that and I was like Holy crap, I never used two gigs of data. Oh, and there was a, a bunch of people at the Hemphill Bowl because we got there around, like, lunchtime. So, like, around... It was 11.30. Like, perfect 30. time for lunch. Perfect lunch stop. Everyone apparently yeah. knew about it. Yeah, and so at, at some point, we, like, just sat down and started, like, laying our stuff on, out, out on, the, on the table so we can eat. And these other hikers come from the opposite direction, and this lady's dog just runs towards us, jumps on the table, and Stephanie just starts yelling. 
I discovered my mom voice that day. You discovered? You I think made you knew all of that us voice. Jump with that voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't listen to me. I, I almost like, felt like I should get off this I table. <laughs> I, I nearly apologized table. to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, really cool. And then. The... That was really cool. <laughs> oh, it, it was it was frightening to yeah, say yeah, the least. Was, Sorry, I cannot stop laughing at my feelings. <laughs> Why am I clapping? Wait, wait. <laughs> you laugh and clap. <laughs> Yay feelings! <laughs> so we all learned about Stephanie's scary mom voice that day, and then we moved on. And the next thing we saw was some cows that were just eating grass on the ranch. And we tried to like talk to them and make I them move. I successfully talked to them. It was a nice looking cow. And then came the kind of annoying part of the trail. I feel like the first day was the most like highlights as far as like we started the trail. We had magical woods. We had Hemhill Bold, and then the rest we of the day the was perfect weather. Yeah, we oh, had the perfect the weather. weather. It was, was amazing. It was nice and cool and like 70 degrees. I wish Florida would be like that, but oh well. And then the afternoon was basically us going downhill over a bunch of switchbacks, which is, they were not just switchbacks, they were like very annoying switchbacks. They were going downhill, but very slowly. So we all like ruined our knees that oh day. Oh my God, my knees hurt so bad. I hurt them on the Incan Trail. Um, and ever since then, anytime I go downhill, it's like, I, I need to strengthen like my hamstring or something like that to prevent, you know, I learned start doing stairs. I learned the trick that, uh, a you, lot of stairs, you need to kind of keep your knees soft. So you go and you're always kind of squatting just a tiny bit. Once you get into a groove and do your like squat walk, your knees start feeling way better because that kind of prevents them from like locking up when as you go down. So just... I'm not supposed to straight arm my legs and just run down there <laughs> as fast as I can? No. <laughs> really not. Well, that was the problem. <laughs> yeah. doing, it, doing it wrong. And like, I didn't even remember that uh, for the first like two hours of that uh, part of the trail because I tried like going like straight with my leg down. And then at some point I was like, this is not good. I gotta break something. And so and I'm like, okay, keep the knees soft. Keep the knees soft. And I was like, just talking myself into it. And then I started counting steps at some point. That's how annoying that part of the trail was. I started counting steps because I knew that we were about like half a mile away. And I was like, okay, half a mile. It's about 800 meters. My stride is about 50 centimeters. So half a meter. So <laughs> if I just count to 1600... <laughs> You were doing math on the trail. So 493, 494. I was going to ask, were you wearing your Fitbit, though? Uh, yes, I was. I just so, go to, When I walk downhill, I'm anticipating oops, falling my on my ass. my glasses hit the microphone. And I walk like I'm about to just sit down every single step I take because I See, will you're, eventually you're doing do it. See, you're doing it right. Well, that's good. Because so, usually I will just end up falling and just sitting down. So... <laughs> Campsite 41 is where we stopped uh, the first night. That was the one that had the really cool bridge. Yes. Oh, that bridge was phenomenal. Yeah, so so finally, after a bunch of switchbacks going downhill, we made it to a campsite, and there's this like, really cute bridge over, over this creek. I actually liked it a lot because it was so open, and there was so much space. It was better the, than the second night. I actually have a funny story about before we got to camp. Oh, uh, yeah? So chronologically. Do tell. I'd like to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
first of all, on our way back, it was all like muddy and marshy because we were getting close to the river. Yeah. And um, what they had out was like logs set that let you like walk on top of it. And they weren't like too shallow or anything. However, I was in pain. And when we were going with Spence, I was just groaning like, oh, God. And then, so he picked up on it as a joke. And started making fun of me in pain. And it took me a while to be like, hey, I'm really hurt, dog. (laughs) (laughs) He promptly stopped. Emotional intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) High five. (laughs) Anyway, the camp was beautiful. Yeah, the camp was beautiful. It was open. There were already some people camping there and they had horses. They were my favorite. Yeah. We had some so, interesting camp neighbors. Yeah. Travis actually got to meet our camp neighbors, which I think it all started when we were attempted to make the fire go and which unfortunately by the time we like ate, pitched our tents and got ready to eat and ate and started making the fire, everything around us was really damp. Yeah, the whole kindling there was just yeah. a we, terrible we had mess. like zero kindling. However, so, we attempted. No, we actually had it going for a while. Like it was, it was a tiny. Fire. It was a little fire that could for like an hour. We, we, we were like, I was proud of that fire. Yeah, we we made no attempt, and I think the key was when Adrian found this very dry stick and told you to chop it into tiny like, like, like I had a yeah. Bowie knife with me. By yeah. the way, some people say that's extra. I say necessary. Oh no, it was. I, I judged you at the beginning of the trip when you said you were bringing that, and yeah, I take back all of that judgment. Yeah, all that yeah. spam it was actually I cut useful. up. Yeah, it was oh my really. God. That spam was good. Yeah, it also on the other side of it has like a little pounding thing so you could like drive in your tent stakes or whatever. And I definitely use those. Oh man, I wish I knew that you had that. Oh really? Yeah, the first night when I was pitching my tent, there was like a tree stump and a bunch of rocks. Oh, And yeah. so I had a kind of hard time finding a spot, like a soft spot in between the rocks and the tree roots so I can... Dang like, it in. Dang it in. So, like, because I actually really like my tent, which I got a new tent and this was like my first time trying out the one person tent which I've, I've never like slept by myself in a tent before a strip so it was the first for me yay same here say <laughs> the name and brand of it so we can try to get sponsored <laughs> oh it's REI I mean where do you get a tent or like where else do you get a tent <laughs> oh is it REI brand yeah it was REI brand oh, it's, nice. a, it's a quarter dome SL1 yeah so what was yours oh man I don't pay attention to this stuff <laughs> You're um, about it. <laughs> I, honestly, uh, one of my very great friends, Spence, uh, helps me a lot. He would basically send me Amazon links and said, this is a great deal. Buy it. Later on, when I bought all my stuff, I realized he was sending me things that were questionable and seeing what the response <laughs> was with it and how good it went. Some were great. Some were pretty poor. Oof. I mean, that explains why Spence was like so on top of the, all the gear. Oh, yeah, he uh, loves that stuff. Yeah. Oh, man, those little chairs you guys had. Oh, literally I, saved my life. I need to, like, buy one of those. I thought I was in with the gear, and then I saw Spence's load, and I was just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, that kid's on I have a long point. way to go. Yeah, it's like, where did, where did all that come from? He was like, yeah. He had, like, the uh, lightest pack. I, I thought I, I, I knew the REI catalog by heart, and turns out there's so much more. Oh, my yep. God, there's so much stuff out there. Yeah. So we tried to started the fire we had a little bit of success and then at some point like i'm trying to fan the fire and like start the kindling and use my matches trying to use every like fire source i had and travis disappears 
because like Travis and I were trying to start the fire and Adrian was giving useful advice and the rest of the people were just commenting <laughs> and annoying us. Well, Adrian and I kind of broke off and started modeling in front of the the yeah. bridge. Oh, we yeah, kind of you just wandered off and started taking pictures oh, of the bridge. that's why the rednecks were so into you. <laughs> so, uh, the um one of the guys like came up to us and he's like do you guys need help with your fire it looks like you guys are struggling over there like one of the guys from there <laughs> was yep. trying to offer help but he never came and helped us yeah well it's because probably Travis went over there and then like he comes back and i'm like where have you been and he's like oh like I, try I tried to ask for for a log and like, did you like get the, the help with the fire he's like no but i got some amazing moonshine <laughs> let me tell you this story. all right <laughs> i did not try to go over there with a log i was silly and took a small stick and tried to ignite it to bring it back <laughs> kind of like the lighting of the olympic torch and instead of it being miles journey from athens it was from one campsite to the other Where did you come up with these ideas <laughs> uh it was phenomenal because they i approached them i'm like hey can i try to do the following and he said I wonder why where he are you from now. boy and i was like uh we're from jacksonville florida this is where i put on my accent because i'm like i know my audience i need to pander and i'm like well we're from jacksonville florida and he's like you're one of them city boys aren't you <laughs> And mind you, I grew up fishing outdoors, but looking at this like uh, rural idealistic man with horses and a big old tent, uh, you basically, a city boy. I, I was a city boy and a fire uh, and a fire going. I was I had <laughs> no business shine. being there. <laughs> uh, so we get talking, and I'm like, "Yes, sir." No, sir. He's like, "Don't call me sir." I'm like, "All, all right," and I still do it. Um, and he's like, "Listen, here's what you need. You need some huck or husk." And I was like, okay, I'm gonna I have to ask, what the hell's husk? And he's like, of corn husk. That's exactly what he yeah. said. Um, and I figured out the secret to their fire was uh diesel. So <laughs> don't, bring, bring boy diesel. did I feel silly. <laughs> boy did I feel silly. Um, I however on my way out, he hands me this mason jar filled of moonshine and was like, You know what this is, son? And I said, Yes, sir, I do. <laughs> And he said, go on, get yourself a swig. And I was like, uh, yes, sir, I will. <laughs> and he's like, I, if y'all need help with that fire, you come on back. And if you want any more of this, feel free. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> right. You should have just held the, the moonshine in your mouth and just spit it in our fire. Maybe that I, I, was actually, I was actually thinking that, too. <laughs> All right. I'm, I was wasted like that whiskey night. the second day. That's I'm true. not wasting that moonshine. That's yeah, how I got through the second day. So everybody else went to bed after the fire, and I had this moral dilemma, and I was like, should I go talk to him? Should I not? Should I go talk to him? Should I not? I'm going to probably be tired. When am I ever going to have the opportunity to talk to real mountain folk? And I got to say, it took a lot of effort, took a lot of moral courage, but I went over there, and uh, this little boy named Bailey was like, are you hungry? You want something to eat? And I was like, yes, sir, if it ain't an inconvenience. And they made me bear stew, mac and cheese, cornbread. Meanwhile, we had like tuna for dinner. And I'm like, wow, I am the most fed wow. person in our group and I love it. I eat every bite. And they burned tuna the... and mashed potatoes. Was it mashed potatoes? Yeah. Oh, wait, those mashed potatoes were actually lit. They were like yeah. the bagged one with the mm -hmm. uh, fake cheese in them. Yeah, they were uh, good. Yeah, I know. Felt like home. 
like yeah. my mama. But anyway, lots of moonshine and Bud Light later. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed, boys. Like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> well, they, uh, the next day when you were saying bye to them, they loved you. Like, you're the, their, like, long-lost brother who showed they up. Said, b- they said bye, Travis, or Trav, right? Uh, was it Travis? Yeah, I think, I think it was Travis, because that little boy was honestly, when he was going to college. They were like, are you going to college, boy? And he's like, yes, sir, I am. And then uh, this man, who I can't remember his name, but honestly, it was like, I would say the unofficial leader of them was like, yes, sir, he is. And I was like, wow, these are cool people. <laughs> and so he's like wanting to go for And he's like, well, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he's like, I want to be a professional hunter. And I'm like, I don't think that degree, there's no degree <laughs> out there that's going to help you with that. Honestly, fuck that. Dude, just go do that. But I did not have the uh, trust of them that far to tell that kid to say, fuck college. So yeah. I did my tongue. Well, I mean, he has the intention, so maybe he will actually go to college and maybe he'll become a forest ranger or something. Maybe mm-hmm. he can develop a college program for becoming a professional yeah. hunter. Oh, maybe he could. 20 years later. <laughs> maybe he can join the football team and get lucky. True. Anyway, so the next day was the fork day because all three trails we hit that day were someone fork. I didn't see a damn fork on those trails. They lied. One one oh. out of five, <laughs> no forks. But uh, we did take a, a little detour to the Boogerman Trailhead. We didn't actually we didn't actually hide the Boogerman Trail because that would have been like a, a four mile detour. It was a good call. Because right after we got from that offshoot and back on the um, uh, Big Fork Trail, we started going uphill immediately, and that was pretty rough. I think the second day of the trip was the hottest uh, of yes. the three. Yes, it was. Yeah, and uh, around midday, we haven't eaten lunch yet. We're going up and up and up, and finally we're like, okay, you know what? We just we just need to eat lunch, and we just sat right on the trail and sat for an hour and eight hour jerky and we ate uh nutella and, and banana tortillas. chips and in tortilla wraps that was amazing that was so good honestly that, a, that, that whole good, trip stop. i was secretly loathing the fact i took so many tortillas and at the end i only had two left and i was like ah, vindication <laughs> yeah man yep. i mean tortillas are like the, the best trail food they really are you can put everything in them yeah you, you can put everything in them they're Pretty light. You can store them in your pack. They're not gonna go bad. So that that was. I still have those two, by the way. I'm gonna just wow. put them in a frame and. The survivors. I just have no reason to use tortillas. I might make tortilla chips later. All right. Join me with cooking with Travis, <laughs> aka the conductor. <laughs> oh yeah. So Travis, uh, unfortunately, didn't bring his chain whistle, but he had uh, this chain whistle on trail. Toot toot. Every time we would stop and take a break, after we get going again, he would like sig- signal with a train whistle, which was annoying at first, but then kind of became a feature of our trip. <laughs> Honestly, I kept it up because I was like, you know, maybe at some point they're going to think of this as encouragement to keep going. I didn't yeah. Did it, it did? It, yeah. It worked. Yeah, but by the end we were like, where's the train whistle? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they, people were looking at me like, we're starting. Yeah. <laughs> I had a special yeah, but, pocket in my pants and I'm like, this is where it goes. Yeah, the first day I was like, wanted to chuck it off the mountain and like beat him with it. And then after that, I was like, where's the train whistle? I miss it. <laughs> yeah. After we ate lunch and there was a little bit more of uphill, 
there was another little bridge that was really cute, and uh, half of our group was uh, posing on the bridge as a boy band. <laughs> I walked out to the road by the field and just stayed there by myself while everybody else took a break in the trees, and it yeah. was so peaceful. Was that when I frolicked as well? Yes. Yes. Oh. It was so so interesting because I would have never thought about frolicking. And then I, I looked at the fields and I'm like, oh, there's probably so many ticks in those fields. That was the first that thing was, I that thought. That was the first was thing like, I thought, oh, too. Ticks. Mm, yeah. No. And then Travis is like, you know what? I haven't frolicked in a while. I gotta go frolic. <laughs> I, in a while? It'd been 26 years. I am 26 years old. And that was the first time I frolicked. Oh, congratulations. This is my chance. I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> this field is perfect. It, really it was, was not perfect. perfect. To be fair, I don't think we ever have any issues nice, with yeah. ticks when we do go up north. At least I haven't. Yeah, I never found one. Like, I yeah. Florida, yeah. I mostly have issues. Florida bugs. They just do not. Yeah. Care. And then we found a house. It was called the Woody House. Which none of us expected to find. But yeah. after I reviewed the maps earlier today, because I was looking up something else, I noticed... It's on the map. Really? There was a lot it's of animal feces as well. Was that on the map? Yeah. <laughs> no. There was a lot of animal feces around there. Mm -hmm. In in the house, too. Sorry, it was elk. Yeah. Apparently, we missed an elk because the hikers before us in, like, the and first hour... Us. Yeah, in, like, the first couple hours of the trip, they're like, did you guys see the elk? And we're like... Oh, yeah, those guys. I yeah. feel like we were all being way too loud at the beginning of the trip. Yeah. <laughs> I have asthma. I just wheeze when I breathe. It Dude, I was, I was legit out. scared for you the last day of the trip. I was too. Yeah, because you were like almost wheezing as we were going up. Yeah, I, oh, I, I even notice that. very much so enunciate my breaths in order to like keep it under control though. So it makes sense. Now, if you stopped hearing that suddenly, that's what the problem is. <laughs> uh, see, like Stop hearing for, the, me, the, the it's, for me, it's a trigger because Robert here also has asthma. And so when I hear him breathing like that, I'm like, where's your inhaler? <laughs> like, yeah, I actually spent and Jerry both knew where it was in case of an emergency. Okay, Probably that's should good. let you guys know as well. As long as, you know, half of the group knows. Well, so. Someone knows. Yeah. Right. So going back to the woody house, really cool house, it looked amazing for how deep in the woods it was because it was there for like, what, 100 years or something? You looked at that, right? Yeah. For someone that was around for 100 years in the middle of the woods with no, like, transportation access or no maintenance, you know, I didn't see any, like, Recent maintenance. Uh... It was a little sketch walking around on the yeah, stairs and going. But it looks like similar. they redid it like at some point. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it it's looked. Been, it said it had work done in the 1930s. Whoa. It looked like it was worked on since that because it was in a really I mean, good it's shape. Still standing. They had a yeah. lot of those like etched in like hearts with like J yeah. plus M. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had a whole room of that. <laughs> still had the spring house outside too. Oh, yeah, which we thought was... I the, thought that was a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Am I the only one that recognized the spring See, house? I, I it, was, it was really nasty. It looked like someone was it's using it as a bathroom. Well, yeah, I got very dumb. uninterested after I saw the inside, and I was just like, I want to take a break and sit down. <laughs> what about the ghost child? The one well, in the with... closet? Yeah, the one in the closet, yeah. Hmm. She still follows me. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm glad she well, follows you and not me. Now, now <laughs> that people listen to this podcast, uh, she will follow them, too. Oh, yeah. The house was almost at the campsite 40, which is where we spent our second night. And that campsite was um, someone. It was, pretty, <laughs> it was pretty tight. And yeah, apparently yeah. there were... Uh, In more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. were apparently Brestus involved. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, tell, tell us that story. Oh, my goodness. Now, let me tell you, me and Spence got there first. And uh, he was like, you go ahead. And I was like, well, I don't know what that is. I walk in. You don't know on, what those are. I was not paying wow. attention. I was like looking for like scouting the best spot available. I've never seen these before. <laughs> 
Oh, and so just just to clarify, that campsite, it wasn't like open like the first one. It was a series of small clearings yep. in the middle of like a lot of bushes. It was almost like jungle kind of situation. Exactly. It was kind of like, yeah. a, like, so it, one like it just turn went and in you see something totally new. Yeah. So yeah, let's so continue. I make that turn and all of a sudden I walk in on our water source, a man sitting there cooking and a woman without her shirt on, barely covering her breastuses. Um, I proceed to make it as extremely awkward as possible and ask the gentleman, where's the best place to put our stuff down? <laughs> Whilst the woman is awkwardly going to the tent to put on a shirt. I won't say I saw- <laughs> Not no here, sir. Not here. <laughs> I saw no nipples, but there was indeed nothing to the imagination. Yeah, I didn't know any of that happened until you guys told us because the gentleman was really nice. He's like, yeah, guys, if you don't find anything better, you can totally camp here. It's, f it's all good, you know? And we're like, yeah, cool. And then... Uh, there was no room to camp where they were camping. There was, there was there actually, I mean, there maybe was, for like a couple people, but not I all mean, of us. We, there were six of us all together. We would have been very tight. in a hammock. Yeah. Oh, the hammock, yeah. Yeah. So, luckily... Fortunately for us, we uh, went a bit further and we found a nice clearing that was just big enough. It for... was very tight. Yeah, we were just... We squeezed we in. I, we don't, just, I don't know uh... what you guys are talking about. I had a nice, like, master jungle suite. <laughs> <laughs> and I had access to, like, a bathroom going out back to on the trail. So jealous of you sleeping in air the entire time. I was sleeping yeah. on the clouds. I need, I need to... Like being in heaven. Like I need walking to... on sunshine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That sounds horrible. Sounds wow. hot. <laughs> Not the good type of hot. Oh, okay. I've never been more confused in my life. Yeah, I, I need to buy a little inflatable pad instead of my... The, the city, yeah, the Whatever you one. do, do not buy whatever Spence has. <laughs> Every time he moved, it would have at least 80 decibels worth of sound that would yeah, wake like, you up. Yeah, like a me medium truck. Medium truck. Medium made of tinfoil. Every 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Listen, no sleeping was that I mean, that night. No. It was full of Between sounds. That and the snoring from another... Another one of our campmates. I've already yeah. said Appar about their Apparently name. I scared Vaselina like the first night. Oh, yeah, you did. Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> Is that, that you moving? Yes, I just got into my hammock. <laughs> and then, yeah, I asked Stephanie and I was like, wait, because the first night we camped, my tent was like three feet away from Stephanie's hammock. And then I was freaking out because I'm like, someone's moving, what the heck? So I'm we, like, had, we had both just went into our, you know, her tent and my hammock and I was just getting comfortable. And then she thought, I guess something was wrestling around near her. Wrestling around and she's like, oh my God, there's yeah, like a record because, <laughs> Well, I didn't realize how close she was because I saw our tents in the relative positions to each other. But then I realized that my head goes towards her tent and her head goes towards my tent. And so we're actually like three feet away from each other. It just she's in the air up above me. Did you guys whisper sweet nothings to each other? <laughs> no, I just no. scared the crap out of her. <laughs> Was it you, Travis, who scared the crap out of me the second night with the sneeze attack? Oh, yeah. So I have awful allergies. And sometimes I just get into sneezing fits. That could be like 10 plus. And yeah, it just gets intense. Yeah, I had just finally gotten back to sleep after hearing our <laughs> campmate rustling around on his sleeping pad, and suddenly I'm woken up again by a sneeze attack from another tent. <laughs> I can't help it. I didn't have Benadryl, although... I had Benadryl. Yeah, you should have really? asked. We Benadryl, all had allergy meds. Benadryl would be amazing. I had... Then you could fall asleep worth a darn. 
I was bombing your ibuprofen 800 the whole time. You could have totally bombed my Benadryl. Uh, you know, hindsight, 2020. I was going to say, I had allergy meds too, because I had Claritin D 24 hour. Oh, wow. Claritin D really will clear your allergies. Spon- not sponsored, but am willing. <laughs> yeah. If you like Claritin D. Like, understand. comment, and subscribe if you have allergies or asthma. And you like Claritin D. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. Period. Yeah, well, I think you scared us the first night because yeah. when you were coming back from the, oh, the yeah, group, was, yeah, you yeah. had your flashlight and I was a little you drunk. Right by my tent, like half stumbled. I was like, Listen, he wa- half walked into Adrian's tent. tent and I'm like, it, I can guarantee you, it was me. Yeah, I guarantee it because you were coming from that direction and you were the only one over there. What is the name of your tent? Because your tent's like practically like transparent. Oh, I have the the Z Packs duplex. Ooh, it is very transparent, but it's also very light. No, I mean as far as it looks like, like seeing a garbage, like yeah, a garbage I can bag. literally see like I can see not just shapes and shadows of people, but I can make out color of objects nearby. So if I use the restroom near your tent, you would yeah, have known exactly. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Next time, then then you would learn what the agent's parent voice is. <laughs> no, I would just wake up. up. You would learn very quickly that Adrian doesn't use words yeah. <laughs> at that point. I'm them. Yeah. I'm imagining like some sort of like a demon voice coming out, (laughs) speaking in Cthulhu, (laughs) summoning an ancient spirit down to smite me for peeing near your tent. Yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. Uh, Speaking of ancient spirits, do you guys want to talk about our second attempt at uh, starting the fire? Oh, let me tell you. Well, it was even later than we started the first night. So That was the first mistake right there. Yeah, yeah that was. We should have started before we started making dinner. Yes. Lessons yeah, were is, learned. Yeah, that, that was a good point. I didn't even realize that. That's fine. We, we made another Herculean attempt. Uh, oh, by Herculean, we mean... Um, Travis um, stealing another... Pr- yeah, Prometheus stealing <laughs> yeah, the, the fire from, Prometheus, from yeah. the heavens down. And by heavens, I mean the other camp. <laughs> yeah. I stole their fire. Twice. Tw- three times. No, uh, three twice. Times? It was twice. twice. It was twice, it was yeah. the first time I did one log. That wasn't enough. And so I said, fuck it. I'm grabbing all the logs, which were... Uh, slightly aflame and like embers, and I thought that would be able to get it. Yeah, off. It I just don't didn't know. Work. It, it was more like down three and times because you interrupted something. No, anyway. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, that was so weird. I went over there to try to talk because they had offered like, "Hey, come over. We can have a fire together." And I'm like, "Absolutely. That'd be nice to learn about these people and meet them and whatever." No, I also went to go get water, and I like saw them basically making eyes to each other <laughs> whilst enjoying dinner together. Anyway, I stole their fire. <laughs> Call me Prometheus. <laughs> Did not work. Running no. in the in the woods with Running the through the flaming. trees with and flaming logs, and I don't. I did have my headlamp on, so I'm like it's, frantically yeah. looking. Really, it was like the Olympics though, like two nights ago. Everything was wet. And then we did try to pour some whiskey on it, which gave us very short-lived but very beautiful blue flames. How much toilet paper did we burn that night? A lot. Oh, a yeah, lot. I also used lots of toilet paper. I mean, I, I still had some left because I brought like half a roll. Yeah, I had mine. didn't end up having to use any of it because those wilderness wipes were amazing. I wonder if those yeah. are flammable. Wilderness like, wipes? Maybe if you dry them out. I mean, not. No, not I wonder what's in the what's in the wilderness wipes. So I yeah, I wonder. Is there a wilderness alcohol. wipe just like a flushable wipe or something like that? It's, it's not. It's not just a, a larger diaper wipe. <laughs> Which reminds me, we did not explain what switchbacks were, even though they're kind of self-explanatory. But <laughs> just imagine going like zigzag, zigzag, so you can see the other person on the other side of the trail. Uh, who's taking a poop on top of you? <laughs> well, imagine. 
imagine that you have to go number two and you see Spence coming up and he just kind of looks at you like, and it was like right when you pulled up your pants, thankfully. I'm like, I have the poop shovel in my hand. I'm just like, he just looked at me quick and just kept going. Yep. Yep. Don't make eye contact. Well, I didn't realize we were coming up on a switchback and I had to poop really bad. Yeah, pooping on trail. Yeah, fun stuff. Better get get digging. So back to the trail. Yeah, back to the trail. Let us talk about the last day. Oh, God. Or two miles of pure hell going uphill. It was all... How was it all uphill? We, Why? So we didn't realize that the last part of the trail... That was a lot of to, ...to hike out oh, was... So bad. ...gaining about uh, 2,100 feet over about two miles. So going two miles that they took us about four hours... And then going the other four miles took us like two hours. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was tough. Yeah, it was that tough. Was I took a lot of breaks that day. Yeah, oh we, we, I think we all my did. My calves were screaming every single step I took. My my legs were just like, please stop. It was pretty awful. And when we finally stopped going uphill, it kind of evened out real good. And then I, I realized that Adrian is like. Why are you going so fast? Why are you going so fast? Y'all were taking the longest. It was like you were or trying no, I to... Was, like, I was catching up with Vasilita, and then I was like, I want to take lead. Yeah. yeah no. I don't know where that energy came from, because I, I couldn't... Yeah, yeah, totally like, talk about second wind. Yeah, yeah. you were taking like, the biggest steps, and I'm like, I have short legs. <laughs> it, it was funny, because I was like at the back or whatever yeah. through most of it, and then some, out of nowhere, I'm like, the slowest one wins the race, guys. Come on, let's keep going. <laughs> we're almost at the cars. Yeah, we're we, we almost were the cars. Right? Yeah. yeah. We were. Uh, it's, you know... Uh, it was none of us were expecting the cars to just Dude, they up. just showed up. It was amazing. Towards the end of the day, like, I get really, like, deep in thought, like, on these trips, you know, especially whenever it's just, like, the long portions of moving. Yeah. And so, like, when we were going to the end and, like, we were way past, like, three quarters of the way, I realized, like, oh, how much time had passed since the beginning and the first part where we saw, like, the smoke on the mountains going down. And I really thought about, like, oh, this break that we have is, like, so analogous with life where, like, you will have this like go 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 but eventually it just like kind of just creeps up on you at the end you know it does yeah yeah it makes me every time i go on these trips i always like just love that whole experience of being like taken away from time in general time yeah doesn't exist i agree trail. and it is so bizarre when you get back into society and it's just like wait i just like the emptiness thing I just like the emptiness in my head. Yeah, I don't experience that. <laughs> I do. The voices keep Nothing. talking. <laughs> it's like it's like a, like ha having like a cleanse. Like everything's coming out. As soon as I set foot on trail, the rest of the world ceases to exist, and it's just everything that is present around me, and that is it. Yeah. There's no forest fires in California. There's no president losing his mind. There's. It's yeah, it's a nice cleanse. No social media. All the things yeah. that stress you out right now. No that, multitasking. Yeah, yeah. They just no don't matter. No incident tickets. Yeah. No, yeah. no database hogs. And like 10,000 messages on your phone, 10,000 messages in your email. Getting on the trail and especially multiple nights backpacking trips are amazing because you can just clear your head and remove yourself from the world for a couple of days. And I also feel it's like a socially approved way to do that. 
because people are like, oh yeah, it's great, you're going on like backpacking trips, it's it's awesome, whether if you just stayed at home and turned off your phone for a couple of days, people will be like, what the heck are you doing? Right. Yeah. Makes me want to get a cabin out there, you know? Oh, Do yeah. the same thing. I mean, that cabin that we stayed at was like 300k. Which is which like, we talked about getting yeah. together and yeah. having a timeshare amongst the six of us. But it's it's actually interesting because like what 300k is a nice house in Jacksonville. Yeah. Like not even not even that nice. Like a, a decent house for a decent sure. Decent house. Yeah. Like yeah. Some, yeah. somewhere like out in Mandarin, like someone. But mm-hmm. not but not yeah. nothing like that cabin. Like, like that, that cabin, cabin was, was just amazing. like bonerific. Oh yeah, it was like three stories and the balcony it had so many uh, bathrooms it's yeah like a huge view i mean there was oh yeah a huge the, the, mo- the that sunrise Fire we watched that i feel like perfect. i feel like the sunrise we watched on the, our last day before heading back to to jacksonville was amazing because it was like a little cherry on the top of the cake of the trip oh, yeah. oh my god yeah, it was, it was. well it was an honor being here yeah thank you travis for joining us and uh, for joining us on the trip too it was all fun and Thank you to Jared and Spencer who also joined us on the trip. I don't know if you're going to listen to this, but thank you thank you to them. Anyways, I'm going to talk about thing that I realized is usually when we go like the three of us, we kind of have like all have our own roles. And I, feel, I, f- I felt like I stressed out way less on this trip because there were six people and people were taking care of things that I usually take care of. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. I kind of feel bad because I'm one of the people that just kind of goes along for the ride. <laughs> oh, I'm so like, that I let person. everybody else play and I just kind of go, okay, cool. Oh, uh, that's why Vaseline is stressed out. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a Spence that could help manage all that stuff. No, yeah, yes. it was great because it's also having an opportunity to see that like, oh, there's other people who are kind of taking care of things so I can relax. So that was one of the highlights that I realized on the way back. And I was like, I'm so relaxed. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of the reasons why it was a great trip. Yeah. So please uh, subscribe to our podcast or whatever podcasting pl- platform you're using and follow us on Instagram. Like us, let us know what you think and happy trails. And don't let the ticks bite. Bye. Hasta luego.